Got a package full of wishes A time machine, a magic wand A globe made out of gold No instructions or commandments Laws of gravity or indecisions to uphold Printed on the box I see Acme's build a world to be Take a chance, grab a piece Help me to believe it What kind of world do you want? Think anything Let's start at the start Build a masterpiece Be careful what you wish for History starts Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life that no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three nights ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change for America. Three days later, Mr. President, All right, uh, Baldwin McCullough live, live from New York tonight, and Stephen Baldwin will join us at the bottom of the hour uh, from the Aurora, Colorado area. Uh, We are grateful that you're with us. Um, Kevin McCullough, always pleased to be with you on Saturday nights. Um, Don't mean anything by this, 
I don't mean to uh, make a uh, play on these words. It's just the spot copy that I have to read. But is there an economic bomb about to go off? A financial volcano ready to sweep away your 401k, your IRA, your retirement plan, wipe out every penny you've worked so hard to save. Did you know that if the nation of Greece, for example, declares bankruptcy, that more than $800 billion in U.S. monetary assets will be wiped out? Did you know that your investments, particularly long-term retirement investments, could be wiped out along with them? That's all true. So who do you call and where do you turn to find trusted information about that coming economic bomb that's about to explode? Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., is a trusted name in the McCullough household. He is America's financial doctor, literally, with his Ph.D. in economics. And Kirk has produced a compelling, moving, and truth-telling documentary titled the fuse is lit. And he's so concerned about your economic safety that he's willing to send you a copy of this documentary at no cost to you whatsoever. So to request your copy, and there's a very limited supply, so you need to call uh, or text right now. I'm going to give you several options to get this. You can go online to com. That's two L's, two T's. com. You can call Kirk's office and request the documentary anytime, 24 hours, day or night, 866-211-8986, 866-211-8986. Or if you've got a smartphone, you can text the word FUSE, that's F-U-S-E, to 33938. Text the word FUSE to 33938, that's F-U-S-E to 33938. Uh, and you can uh, put yourself in line to get the documentary at no cost to you, uh, but uh, it's it's a it's an important piece of information. It's called the fuse is lit, and it's uh, going to tell you about the economic problems that the European markets might have on your retirement. If you do not have a copy of this documentary, get a copy. The fuse is lit, and uh, you can do that at eight six six two one one. 8986. Again, 866-211-8986. And I need you to call uh, today. All right. Uh, we're talking about the, um, the shooting in Aurora, Colorado from early Friday morning. And we're glad you're with us. Uh, hour number two of the Baldwin McCullough Show just underway if you've just joined us. Our phone number is wide open, 888-340-3373. We, I, I want to ask you a very simple question. I'm going to play a soundbite. Stephen Baldwin appeared on CNN this afternoon. He will join us again at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but he he basically, and I think it's just because he got sucker punched by Don Lemon. I think Lemon led him into what he wanted him to say. But Stephen basically more or less said it's time to revisit the Second Amendment. Maybe people shouldn't have the right to bear arms under some circumstances. Uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't disagree more. More guns is the answer, not less. Had there been one person concealed carry Friday morning that knew how to use their firearm, the the carnage that took place on Friday morning would not have been to the degree that it was, if at all. He he probably he likely would have not planned to attack a theater in a state where concealed carry was the law. Colorado has some of the tightest gun right uh, gun gun laws in the country. 
and theaters specifically are gun-free zones. Uh, just before we broke at the top of the hour, Jim was joining us from Carson City, listening to us on KKFT 99.1 FM Talk uh, out of Reno, Nevada. And he uh, joins us now. Uh, Jim, thank you for uh, uh, hanging on through that long break. Um, you were mentioning that uh, on September 11th, 1857, in Carson City history, your local town there, that there was uh, a pretty bad incident uh, as well. What was that about? Okay, uh, you have some facts right, but the dates are wrong. Uh, uh, there were two incidents that I want to mention. Okay. Uh, the first one that I mentioned was in Carson City in very recent times, uh, just a matter of months ago, uh, six of our reserve service people, men and women, were sitting in an IHOP here in Carson City, and they were uh, murdered point blank by a gunman that came in and, uh, and shot all of these people and injured some other people. And uh, the aftermath indicated that they had no idea why this person did this. There was no connection to uh, al-Qaeda or, or any other uh, terrorist group. It's just some nutcase that came out of the blue with an automatic weapon and uh, mowed these uh, young servicemen down. Uh, we're still living with the pain and the pit of stomach over that. Okay. And now this, it just piled on to that same pain. Sure. It's, uh, horrific. Uh, okay. Uh, what, the main reason why I call this, uh, uh, I want to uh, respectfully uh, correct you on, uh, on a fact in the history of the United States. I believe you mentioned that this is probably the worst um, uh, mass shooting, uh, killing of uh, United States citizens, citizens in our history. Uh, the fact of the matter is uh, there was a far worse incident, uh, uh, coincidentally enough, on September 11th, at 9-11, only the year was 1857, called the Mountain Meadows Massacre. 120 men, women, and children, they were immigrants with a covered wagon train, uh, taking a breather at a beautiful spot in southwestern Utah called Mountain Meadows, letting the cows eat some grass before they head across the desert. And uh, 50 miles away, some uh, religious zealots prayed to their god and determined that uh, they were supposed to go out and murder the entire train, and that's what they did. Premeditated, and they did it over a period of about three or four days, uh, uh, and it was uh, really uh, uh, an insidious uh, uh, massacre involving much more than I'm uh, talking about here. They did involve some uh, Native American Indians in it. Uh, apparently they collaborated with them to uh, uh, pull us off. But uh, they basically mowed down 120 men, women, and children. Uh, uh, they, uh, they marched the men out single file. Uh, after they had surrendered, claiming that they were going to take them, uh, protect them from the Indians and take them to safe uh, a haven in Cedar City, Utah. And uh, each man had a, 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 one of these religious zealots uh, uh, accompanying them. And uh, on a signal, they, they, uh, they mowed all the men down. And then they uh, went chasing after them, women and children, and, and uh, killed them. All you're screaming and trying to get away. Hmm. Uh, this 100, like I said, 120 men, women, and children. And uh, one of the reasons why this isn't widely known about is because it was uh, 
overpowered by the news of uh, coming events back then with a little event called the Civil War. Hmm. And that stole all the headlines, and uh, not much became uh, of the incident. Sure. Uh, only one person was uh, ever tried and executed out of the whole thing. What was the, uh, you said that uh, religious zealots were uh, the ones that did the killing. Uh, what religion were they associated with? Well, I was uh, uh, holding back on naming the religion, but uh, the fact is, uh, if you Google Mountain Meadows Massacre... I don't have time, Jim. Just help me out. What was the religion? Mormon. So th these Mormons were afraid of the uh, people that were coming to Utah? Uh, they weren't afraid of this particular wagon train. In fact, the wagon train was on its way out of the state. Uh, like I said, they, they only uh, had a short ways to go, and they were going to be out of Utah. Uh, their own personal grudges were involved... Uh, and uh, the reasoning is complicated, but suffice to say that the people in the wagon train didn't do anything uh, significant to provoke this. There were some uh, uh, comments made by uh, individuals in the wagon train that probably got uh, some of these Mormons uh, mad, uh, but... Uh, Hardly reason enough to go after the whole wagon train. Okay. Uh, well, Jim, I, I'm sorry that I was wrong on that uh, historical point. I think uh, the stat I saw earlier today meant uh, a single uh, gun attack on any group of people, 71 injured, uh, considered the worst single uh, uh, mass shooting attack on Americans in American history. Uh, stay with us. It's Baldwin McCullough Live. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to CaresProject.com. That's CaresProject.com. And print your card today. Every single time you use PayPal for your online business, network marketing company, or online charity, you're contributing to causes you probably don't agree with. But there's a better way. We call it CleanCreditBiz.com. CleanCreditBiz.com. If you wish to keep your credit card processing free of any dishonorable associations like pornographic magazines, Planned Parenthood, or activism causes you disagree with, CleanCreditBiz.com or 888-340-3373. Finally, on radio. Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. You, is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to CaresProject.com. That's CaresProject.com and print your card today. 
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, one did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. regard to Second Amendment people and, you know, guns and all that, you know, this this guy purchased 6,000 rounds in about, the six yeah. to eight weeks prior. I mean, perhaps, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm a gun advocate. I am. And um, obviously this is tragic. I, I don't want to go there with the whole guns aren't the problem thing. Um, I believe in personal protection myself. But I think that maybe in the future, as part of the Patriot Act... Should you, should you be able to buy 6,000 rounds in a short amount of time? With, with these things continuing to happen, now even as a gun enthusiast, is making me say, maybe there needs to be a change. No, Stephen, you're completely wrong. Uh, it's Baldwin McCullough live and uh, Kevin McCullough in studio. Stephen joining us at the bottom of the hour uh, with uh, probably for the final half hour tonight from the Aurora, Colorado vicinity. Uh, but uh, we're grateful that you're here. That was Stephen earlier today on CNN uh, arguing, and, and, and I'm getting sick and tired of this. Uh, people that always argue for uh, more controls on guns already have them on some level. Um, don't take guns out of law-abiding hands, period. Put more hands in, Put more guns into the hands of law-abiding people. You will have fewer of these incidents... If you have a more armed public, I promise you, it's it's worked out that way in every state that has gone to concealed carry. Their crime rates have all gone down. Why? Homicides, uh, rapes, uh, federal crimes, almost all of them, much lower uh, rates of uh, occurrence. Why? 
because you don't know who's carrying. So you don't want to get shot doing something wrong. So you don't do something wrong. Maybe you disagree. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. Line one. Let's go to Joe in Winston Salem, North Carolina. Joe, you're on with Kevin McCullough. It's Baldwin McCullough Live. Glad you're here. Hi. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call, and I couldn't agree with you more about uh, your belief on the Second Amendment. But uh, I have a comment. Uh, I heard no one bring this up. That uh, I've heard a lot of people talk about if someone would have been armed, but don't you think that would have been a very difficult situation to take a shot, even with the most seasoned uh, you know, law enforcement or even if you had military training, but guy coming in with a canister or you know, the smoke, he's got body armor. Don't you agree that would have been a pretty tough situation to be in? Uh, Joe, no doubt about it. Do you know how many military personnel were in Theater 9 on Friday morning? No, I do not. We know that there were about a dozen. Imagine if one of those military guys who have seen much worse combat situations uh, than just a little bit of tear gas, uh, imagine if one of them had had a sidearm on him and had been able to, um, you know, somebody said, well, he's got a bulletproof vest on. Yeah, but his his kneecaps were available. You could have have put a a, a bullet right through his uh, gas mask, right into his skull. I mean, you could drop him, and then you could then you could take him out. I mean, there's any number of ways that 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 could have happened. Uh, in fact, one of the heroes of the morning that morning was um, a former military guy. I'm going to let uh, his girlfriend tell that story here in just a second. But Joe, I, I, I you know, I, I love Stephen. He's like a brother to me. We usually agree on almost everything. He's just flat out dead wrong in that in that uh, statement that he made with Don Lemon this afternoon. The answer is not take more guns out of the hands of law-abiding people. It's always well, get, put... Get him, straight, get him straightened out. We'll do the best we can. We'll do the best we can. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Appreciate your call. Uh, 888-340-3373. 888-340-3373. Yeah, the, the, there was a woman that appeared on the Today Show this morning. Jansen Young uh, was in uh, the theater, theater number nine, at the AMC there in Century, uh, uh, the Century 16 Theaters. Uh, and the act of her boyfriend, John Blunk, uh, really saved her life. And this is how she told her story just this morning. Take a listen here on Baldwin McCullough Live. All right. Uh, we're. I thought we had that. Uh, I thought we had that audio. I'll keep on working on that. Uh, but thankful that, uh, you're here with us. Uh, no, it was, it was a heroic, uh, it was a heroic situation. Some of the people at the movies thought that, yeah, that's, uh, not where I want to start this. <laughs> Hold on. This is live production right in the midst of uh, everything that we got going on. Um, no, her name is, uh, Jansen Young and she was, she was one of the victims in the, uh, theater and uh, her boyfriend took quick action uh, on, on Friday morning. Here's how she told it. And John immediately kind of pushed you to the floor, didn't he? Covered you with his body? Yeah, well, he uh, immediately, there was like a bomb or something. Like It flew up behind us, um, like up in the left-hand corner, if you were looking up in the screen, and it just went boom. And he immediately, he like pushed my hips down to the floor, and he's like, Jansen, get down, get down, get and stay down and I was like what what is going on why you know I was because I have to question everything and um, I 
just like, what's going on? And he kind of pushed me in under the seat and pushed on me real hard. And he was like laying up against me. And he kind of whispered in my ear, there's someone with a gun and he's shooting people. And I just, I didn't know. But he knew immediately that it was real. So you were down on the floor. He was covering you. What could you hear? What could you sense? What could you feel on your own body? Um, there was someone like right they were probably sitting a row above me. It was a female and she was screaming, I've been shot, I've been shot. And I didn't know, like, I kind of felt a little bit of wet, but I didn't really know what that was. And then it was like a whole bunch of wetness everywhere. And I started thinking like, this is, this is definitely, that's a water balloon. This, that's too much wet to be anything but a water balloon. And then people, a person just kind of stepped on me on the way out and was screaming, Jesse's been shot, and I could hear people breathing. And it was blood that you felt yeah. on your body. And I didn't know that until after, obviously, I'd gotten out. There came a time when you did have a chance to get out, but you realized that John was lifeless. Did you know he was, that he was gone at that moment? I think so. I kind of, I tried to shake him and I was saying his name. I'm like, John, John, we gotta go. And I tried to call 911. I was trying to find his cell phone to maybe call 911. I didn't know if they knew. And, and then I kind of poked my head up at that point and realized like, well, oh my gosh, nobody's in here. It's just us. And there were like a few other heads here and there. People I could see leaving the theater, but like really the theater was empty. It felt like so. That's when I got out and yeah, I, I thought, I kept thinking that. I was like, oh my gosh, I think John just took a bullet for me. <laughs> I was thinking. I think that uh, John just took a bullet for me. Uh, John Blunk, uh, one of the um, heroes that we will mourn the death of, one of the 12 victims, um, a military man who uh, had just decided and had just told his girlfriend that he was going to re-enlist because his country was the greatest on earth and he wanted to continue to serve her in that fashion, giving his life for his girlfriend instead. John Blunk, one of America's best and brightest. We lost him Friday morning. Your thoughts on the reaction of uh, Aurora, Colorado. Uh, Stephen said, maybe time to revisit the Second Amendment. I say give more guns to people. Your thoughts, 888-340-3373, when we continue. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama is Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, 
Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. Ted Bear of Movie Guide calls it inspired. The Dove Foundation said redeeming. Oh, my, my tire popped across the street. The guy in the green shirt down there is a pretty good mechanic. I don't have much, sorry, but please take this. I don't need that. I don't want that. I've got money. I'm not poor. Starring Arturo Rossi and introducing Christine Kelly. Mr. Michael J. Connor, the jury has found you guilty on aggravated sexual assault charges. Mm -hmm. punished by imprisonment to 20 years with the possibility of parole after 10 years. When two worlds collide, when two lives are changed forever. The doctor just called. You are pregnant. Well, you don't need to tell me you're going to have it. It's not an it, Dad. It's a baby. Well, why are you here? Only her faith can change them. Loving the Bad Man on DVD, iTunes, and pay-per-view July 10th. Featuring Stephen Baldwin. What does that sound mean to you? Are you aware that time is running out? Is you may not be up to speed on other countries' economic problems, but did you know they could wipe out your 401k? The fuse is lit. Your retirement plan? Everything you have worked to earn in your entire life? The fuse is lit. Financial experts say it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Text FUSE to 33938. Do you know what you will do to prepare your family in the worst case scenario? Free DVD. Kirk Elliott, financial advisor, dedicated to making people ready when the bomb goes off. If you've not reached out for America's financial doctor, do it now. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com. That's two L's, two T's. Or call 866 211 8986. The fuse. 866-211-8986. I thought, I kept thinking that. I was like, oh my gosh, I think John just took a bullet for me. I was thinking about what a great hero he is. And like, I wouldn't keep 
provided me the opportunity to survive through that. And he just knew, you know. He was obviously a wonderful person by what he did for you in those final moments. What would you want people to know about this man that you loved? He wasn't just a hero last night. He has been a hero you know, forever and well before I even met him. One thing he said to me once was, we were like talking and one thing he said was, Jensen, I was born to serve my country. And he, because he was re-enlisting and it was just what he wanted to do and he just what he wanted to do. Um, Jensen Young, the name of that woman who was in Theater 9 in Aurora, Colorado, the night of the uh, worst uh, mass shooting in American history. John Blunk, her boyfriend, uh, the man who saved her life by laying on top of her. Uh, there, there were other stories of heroism. We're going to hear about them in the days to come. You're listening to Baldwin McCullough Live. Kevin McCullough, my name. Uh, Stephen Baldwin on assignment. In fact, he's in the Aurora uh, area. He was on CNN earlier today. You may have seen that uh, on your uh, uh, on your cable system uh, today. But we're talking about your reaction to uh, the shootings in Colorado. And a lot of people don't know this. They um, you know, immediately, Mayor Bloomberg of New York came out and said, well, we need to know what the presidential candidates are going to say about gun control and how we're going to get guns out, off the streets. Wrong, Mayor Bloomberg. Um, my, my, my dear friend Stephen uh, went on CNN this afternoon, kind of got bushwhacked into the, uh, the discussion with Don Lemon, asked, you know, do you think it's time to reexamine the Second Amendment? He kind of gave room for that in his answer. Uh, and I say that uh, to both of them, you're wrong. You're totally wrong. More guns in the hands of law-abiding people. Why is it that when heinous criminals commit heinous acts, the first thing lawmakers do is decide to take guns away from the law-abiding people? I've never understood that, and yet that's always the reaction. Let's take guns away from the people that already keep the law. That doesn't make any sense. Line one, Alan calling from Reno, Nevada. Alan, welcome. You're on Baldwin McCullough Live with Kevin McCullough tonight. Hi. Thank you, Kevin. Um, I think I got kind of an interesting perspective on this, being a firearms instructor who was in the Denver area just the day before this happened. Oh, wow. When I just uh, came back to Reno and then uh, shortly after got the news. And I'm kind of thinking, uh, you know, being a Nevada resident, there's no way for me to get a CCW permit that allows me to be able to carry concealed legally in Colorado. Uh, I have a Utah permit, which Colorado will, will not recognize if you're not a resident of Utah. Um, I could get a Florida permit, but still, it would not help me. I could get an Arizona permit, would not help me, and my Nevada permit currently would not help me in Colorado. So if I were to be happen to have been in that theater at that time and happened to use my pistol uh, to save lives, I would have broken the law. I probably would have been forgiven. Um, you know, the need to uh, save lives probably would have superseded the laws that I would have broken. But um, I carry my pistol as a matter of uh, civil responsibility to defend myself. And, you know, if hopefully that day comes that we hope never happens, defend other lives as well. Well, Alan, they, um, I just, I've asked myself this question a bazillion times in seeing the coverage. Um, if, if one person like you had been in a position to take a kill shot and maybe put that gas mask through the back of that guy's uh, skull, 
uh, would we have been singing a different song for the last 48 hours? I think the answer would be unequivocally yes. Uh, and yet the first, the first instinct by lawmakers is to take guns away from people like you. Yeah, we got a lot of lawmakers who don't know the first thing about half of the laws that they pass. Um, sometimes they, maybe they kind of think that maybe they need to um, pass laws in order to know what's in these laws. But um, And then on Stephen um, Baldwin's point on uh, buying ammunition in massive quantities. Yes. Well, I have to buy it in massive quantities. Um, sometimes we need to have it on hand for our uh, clients to be able to qualify on the individual pistols. And um, if we don't have it and we have that situation like we had four years ago when uh, we had the big run on ammunition when no one could find it, I was fortunate enough to be able to buy enough ahead of time to where we were never out of it. It was pretty close, but um, it looks like with this recent election coming up, uh, we might be facing that problem again. So uh, myself and, you know, some other people are stocking up for, you know, at least half a year to a year's worth of uh, training that we'll be needing to do. Sure. Well, Alan, I, I'm I'm sad that you weren't in the theater, uh, to be candid with you, um, because I think you probably would have saved some lives. Uh, but when you hear the stories of people like John Blanc that I just played for you, it's uh, pretty compelling stuff. And it's it's not surprising that our nation's military that were in attendance were among the heroes. Thanks for your call. Every single month in this terrible economy, it's the exact same thing. You go to the mailbox, you pull out the bill, you open it up, and then you scream. <laughs> What causes this to occur again and again and again? It's called high energy bill syndrome. And there's one proven method of seeing it come to an end. It's in a person. His name is Stuart Lynn. And he can help you save 30, 40% off your energy bill. Or he can help you get your energy at no cost to you whatsoever. That's right. No cost to you whatsoever for your electricity or your natural gas. Would you like to know more? 877-532-1821. Write it down. 877 532 1821. That's 877 532 1821. Tell my friend Stuart Lynn that Kevin McCullough said hi when you call. Or go online to stulynn.net. That's S T U L Y N N dot N E T. Every single time you use PayPal for your online business, network marketing company, or online charity, you're contributing to causes you probably don't agree with. But there's a better way. We call it cleancreditbiz.com. Cleancreditbiz.com. If you wish to keep your credit card processing free of any dishonorable associations like pornographic magazines, Planned Parenthood, or activism causes you disagree with. Cleancreditbiz.com or 888-340-3373. Cleancreditbiz.com. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media.
Hi, Kevin McCullough, CEO of Extreme Media, the media company that brings you this broadcast. Do you use PayPal for your home-based business? Do you take credit card orders online and use their services to help further your goals? Are you in favor of the fact that they help process credit card transactions from pornographic magazines and Planned Parenthood? Are there other things that you're concerned about, like the safety of our citizens and not giving monies back to, for instance, activist Muslim organizations? PayPal does not distinguish between honorable and dishonorable businesses. And every time you pay them, your 2.4 vendor percent, you're helping further the goals of Planned Parenthood, pornographic magazines, and activism causes you may not believe in. Fortunately, there's a better way. We call it cleancreditbiz.com. Cleancreditbiz.com. If you wish to keep your credit card processing free of any dishonorable associations like pornographic magazines, Planned Parenthood, or activism causes you disagree with, cleancreditbiz.com or 888-340-3373. Cleancreditbiz.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to CaresProject.com. That's CaresProject.com. And print your card today. Every single time you use PayPal for your online business, network marketing company, or online charity, you're contributing to causes you probably don't agree with. But there's a better way. We call it cleancreditbiz.com. Cleancreditbiz.com. If you wish to keep your credit card processing free of any dishonorable associations like pornographic magazines, Planned Parenthood, or activism causes you disagree with, cleancreditbiz.com or 888-340-3373. Cleancreditbiz.com. Stephen Baldwin. Sure. What, no, no, what do you I say to them. Well, listen, it, it's like I said, you know, guns and weapons are part of our police force military. They protect us. This In the right hands, they do good. In the wrong hands, we stand here today. Um, but I definitely think that maybe there should be some new thinking with the technology we have to monitor people when these types of situations occur. People say, oh, come on. Really? Uh, that was, uh, that was Steven on CNN earlier today. Um, you know, he's, he's like my own, my very own brother. He's in fact, he's the closest thing I have to a brother on this planet. I don't have an actual brother. I have two brother-in-laws. Uh, but Steven is the guy that I would, that I would go into any foxhole with. Um, but I don't understand what he meant there. So maybe I'm going to have to ask him about that. Steven Baldwin, welcome back to your own broadcast. Well, uh, like you, like any little brother, behave yourself or I'll come back there and kick your butt. Yeah, well, here's the thing, dude. You you gave the most confusing answer I've ever heard you give to anything no, to that question. No. Yes. I heard, I heard your lost caller, and obviously that man works in an industry where he is required to purchase large... No, I'm not talking about the last caller. I'm talking about Don Lemon asking you, is it time to revisit the Second Amendment? First of all, you say... Well, you know, guns are an important part of the police and the military. 
That's a liberal position. Guns are part of my life. They're part of your life. They're part of the American people's lives. And that's what I said as well. My point being, Kevin, quite simply, listen, I, I was flying over here and I stopped in the Dallas airport. Two undercover narcotics uh, detectives came over and said hello to me. And it's their job to walk around and just ask certain individuals questions. It's a wonderful deterrence because when people don't answer the questions correctly, they stop guys that are moving money for the drug trade, this and that. My idea is very simple. If somebody buys large, you know, large sums of ammunition like this guy did, what's wrong with going over and saying, hey, buddy, what's with 6,000 rounds of ammunition? And if he gives you a bunch of stupid answers, then maybe he's up to no good. Well, okay, you didn't you didn't have time with Don this afternoon to go into quite that level of detail in terms of your That's plan. The logic, brother. That's the logic. But here's here's my here's my frustration, and it's not you per, per se, but it is it is Mayor Bloomberg, it is the uh, uh, the po- the politicians in Colorado, it is a number of people that have spoken out about this. Even um, you know your 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 not so friendly friend uh, Piers Morgan over on CNN. Uh, everybody wants to say. Uh, oh, well, look at what happened. Obviously, we need to put more restrictions on the ownership of firearms. And I, this is what I don't understand. Every time something like this breaks out, you have uh, politicos and know-nothings like peers uh, go on mass media and say things like this. They always want to take guns away from the people that are keeping the law. They always want to go. They, they they always immediately want to say, "Well, we we shouldn't have." In fact, I I can make the argument that because Colorado has the strict gun laws that they have, that every every place you have that's dedicated as a gun free zone, which all movie theaters in Colorado happen to be designated as gun free zones, you can insert another word for that label: sitting ducks. And that's what this guy was banking on. And if it had been a concealed carry state, if it had been an open carry state, he probably would not have even tried this knowing that he was likely going to face retaliation in terms of uh, fire coming back to him. What what, what say you about that? I completely agree with that. And I also agree. I'm a gun owner myself. I have a concealed carry permit for the state of New York. My point simply is, it seems to me with these types of scenarios occurring more and more over the last 15 years, it might be a good idea to consider with the technology we have knocking on some doors once in a while and just asking a few questions because I think that might work and be a deterrent as well. Yeah, I just I'm, I, 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 I get a little itchy when people start going, well, you know, we need government to do more. Um, there was a failure in this guy's life. We're going to find out what it was. But I'm pretty sure that government was the least of the problems. Uh, if we had, um, and see, this is what bothered me about Don Lemon. He, he kept asking you questions that he wanted answers to instead of you being able to go in there and, and Jedi mind him and say what you really wanted to say. And if I had been in your situation, I think one of the things I would have made a strong point about saying is that, look, until we start dealing fundamentally with the character of human beings, we're never going to get over this because we're creating um, broken, sometimes highly flawed and broken people, sometimes that operate at very high genius levels of intelligence. This guy obviously was that. 
And until we begin to uh, emphasize the development of personal character, of personal integrity, uh, of, of encouraging people not to pursue um, uh, paths that are destructive, but instead paths that are constructive, we, we're never going to get past it. It doesn't matter what you do with gun laws because crooks are going to get the guns anyway. No, I, I understand where you're coming from, but uh, again... I, I don't believe in the future in restricting uh, honest civilians, law-abiding civilians, with their ability to bear arms and protect themselves. I, I, that is not in question for me. It just seems to me, and this is obviously, Kevin, an isolated incident. In all of gun purchases at shops, stores, online, ammunition, all that stuff, it's got to be a minute uh, percentage of people that go out and buy massive amounts of guns or sure. massive amounts of ammunition, things like that. And, and if you ask me, you may want to start knocking on doors in the future and just making sure that everybody's got all their marbles in their head and that they're not going to pull something like this. Well, that would assume that government didn't have marbles in their head. And when you realize that the current administration allowed high-powered weapons to just walk right across the uh, the international border of the United States and Mexico and has yet to answer for those actions, um, you know, it, I'm not saying that any of those weapons were used here. and They weren't. We obviously know where this guy got his weapons and the odd thing about it, it's one of those things that makes this case very uh, st tricky uh, to deal with, is that he bought them legally. Everything he did, he did legal. Yeah. His only criminal history was a traffic violation prior to this. Right. Um, yeah. We've got to take a break, Stephen. Stay with us because we've got uh, one more segment and some final thoughts from you and I before we let the uh, people go for this week. It's Baldwin McCullough Live. Stephen's in the Aurora, Colorado vicinity. Kevin in New York City with our staff. Stay with us. A child becomes an orphan. 44,000 children become orphaned every single day. And every 90 seconds, an orphan dies from starvation and preventable malnutrition. Every 90 seconds. That's why the talk radio hosts, Danny Johnson, Stephen Baldwin, and Kevin McCullough are combining efforts along with Food for Orphans for 2012 and 2012. Our desire is to try to feed 2,012 orphans in the calendar year of 2012. $92 will feed an orphan right now for the next entire year. That's 25 cents a meal. And friends, this is a specially designed diet. It has 17 vitamins and nutrients that are unique to orphans' malnourished states. Call now, 1-888-340-3373. Or jump online to 2012in2012.info. That's 2012 in 2012.info. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, 
Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Baldwin McCullough live coming to you tonight from New York City and also the uh, vicinity of Aurora, Colorado, where Stephen Baldwin, you may have seen him earlier uh, this afternoon on CNN. It got reran at least once already, probably will again before the uh, 24 hours is up. But Stephen joins us uh, on our Newsmaker line. And uh, Stephen, just the final few uh, minutes here. Um, the um, the fine line of genius and um, insane is often very, very thin. And, you know, now that the police have gone in and basically uh, deconstructed his little house of horrors, there was good reason why they evacuated five buildings. And there was a good reason why they uh, uh, did not go in through the front door to, to check out uh, all the stuff that he had laid for them. This was, this was a case full of paradox and not exactly what uh, one would have profiled in advance as a criminal. Yeah, well, you know... <laughs> Uh, this is probably in the history of situations like this. This is going to probably be one of the most fascinating profiles of an individual because, you know, this, this one just doesn't make sense. It, in my book, this guy just snapped. Yeah. Well, um, final thoughts for you as we uh, begin to draw to a close here. Well, you know, Kevin, uh, I've, I've tried to live by one pretty simple philosophy in, in regard to situations like this, and that is, as best you can, get out of the problem and into the solution. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would just ask all of our prayer warriors out there to be praying for these folks uh, and that everybody just continue to keep the faith and trust in, in God and Sure. One of the uh, most important truths I'm forced to realize in light of this week's events is that the only thing that overcomes evil is the overwhelming reality of good. In fact, it's, in all honesty, the best argument I can come up with for the existence of God. God is good personified, 
and while there may be some who seek to blame him for the individual choices of this shooter, there are already dozens of stories of nearly miraculous salvations from the shooter who got off dozens of rounds without reloading. But God was in the aisle of the theater with them as the bullets flew. He was on the floor with those who were shielding small children with their own bodies, and he was very near to the heart of that six-year-old who perished after enduring wounds in her knee, shoulder, and chest. All in all, the scale of human understanding from Kevin McCullough's perspective is that there is no explanation to comfort those of us that are left behind. But ironically, we may equally question God's ability to be, control, be in control, but we also are simultaneously curious as to his existence. And hopefully this weekend there will be some who will darken the door of a church because of that. None of these things alter the real reality that evil is real. We've seen it on our screen for two days now. But equally true and verifiably real is that good exists as well. And ultimately, our society will suffer the most when we no longer can differentiate between the two. I pray and hope that day is still quite far off. He's Stephen Baldwin. I'm Kevin McCullough. See you next week.